Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. The Weird Mountain Gals. original well it caught me off guard you said okay we're gonna start recording and i thought oh my god the ring 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 i gotta uh okay <laughs> how funny so that's the way to get it to be funny is to just surprise you and it's <laughs> how are you doing you stinker well you know Where? i'm ah uh, you know i'm not too good no i'm just kidding not too good. It's been the longest that. year this month. Oh, as they say. But we've got some concrete signs that it's spring. I'm so excited. It's here. Me too. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, we are recording this on the day that here in, in the area of Weird Mountain is so dang perfect it's in the low 70s the yeah. sky skies as blue as a robin's egg there's just the tiniest whiff of a breeze and the, the soil smells good and it is oh. so completely spring here and i'm sorry for any of y'all listening that are not here oh i know well you know this time last week there was snow on the ground mm -hmm. still some patches and we were expecting a big ice storm yep but yep. not as big as some other people got, like in Kentucky. Right. No, nothing like that. You know, they say if you stick around long enough, the weather changes. Around yeah. here, you don't have to stick around long because <laughs> it's, what, 72 right now? Oh, and tomorrow just, night, we're expecting a mix of snow and sleet and yeah. rain. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to spring. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad though. I tell you, it just lifted my heart today to be out in it. And um, my buddy Todd, who is a retired Episcopal priest, he is doing Lent, of course, because it, we are in Lenten season now. Mm -hmm. And he said he was going to put on some uh, some like chant music, like a Gregorian chant or something like that, uh, to begin his morning like prayer session. And instead. What he got was earth, wind, and fire doing September. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, that one. And so he posted it on Facebook and he said, this is what came up. And he riffed the whole time about Jesus and the marriage at Canaan. And he could just imagine that song playing in Earth, Wind, and Fire is the band, and Jesus is dancing. And it just was this delightful moment. It was like peeking into somebody else's story and just seeing the delight in it. And it just delighted me all day. So when I went out today, I, our food pantry blessedly got a great big donation and if y'all are interested in donating and you're local to the Mother Grove Food Pantry, 
You can bring food by to Raven and Crone on Merriman Avenue and we will pick it up. But I went out to go to the post office and, and to receive this big, gorgeous donation. And the song in my head was Dancing in the Moonlight. <laughs> oh, I, and I danced into the post office singing that in my head. Everybody was feeling warm and bright. Yeah, that one. Oh, well, so that's how I am today. I'm just like, whoo, yes, let's do this thing. I feel like a tennis ball on a tennis court talking to you, you know. I just went from this song to this song to this song. But the one you didn't mention, do you remember back in the, uh, I, I don't know if it was, was it the 80s or the 90s, but they had some monks and they put like a one of these wacky tracks with it, you know, and it was these doing monks doing these Gregorian chants. And this album went out and it was like dance music. Yes. Do you remember that stuff? And was it like synth music? Uh, like synthesizer and stuff in it? I've got it on my hard drive. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, I I'm remember that link. very well. I we'll have to put that up because it was, I tell you, I knew that whole thing from end to end because I had it. It was one of the ones that I played in my lobby. Oh, uh, yeah. What the other album was that? To, oh, God. What, what, oh, Pure Moods. And mm -hmm. that's what it was on. It was on the Pure Moods album. And it was these months. I'll have to find it while we're talking here. And, I, and I love it. Well, I've just been, you know, I've been high as a kite now for two weeks uh, because my book, my book, Roots, Branches, and Spirits, sold out. I know. Day. It sold out at the publisher <laughs> and they can't get any more of it till the publisher prints some more books. And I've just been, I've been walking around like, like I got suspenders on and my thumbs hooked up in them. Thank I am you. that proud. I know. Congratulations. And happy. And we'll start a petition if you want. We'll just all email your publisher and say, when are there going to be some more of your books? Because we need them. <laughs> well, I hope you can get a better answer out of them than I do. Last yeah. I heard was uh, maybe by March the 5th. And it was like, what? <sighs> they just they just did not expect the people that are listening right now and that, and that follow me and people that are my friends. They were all so gracious and so wonderful to buy a, thousands of copies of that book. So I'm, woof, I'm. I'm a happy girl and a terribly grateful girl. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I can't wait. Yeah, it's wonderful. wonderful. Are you, do you, are you going to read a couple of parts of it every now and then on the podcast? I, I could, but I probably will just do like some Facebook Live stuff. Uh -huh. uh, but I'll get us past this full moon and past my birthday, which is next week. Yes. Because yes. I got to do, you know, I got to do some things for that. Plus my house. My house is a wreck. Well, the living room's good and the kitchen's good, but the dining room just becomes the staging area. And I'll have like a bunch of platters and I just, oh, I'll just put them on the dining room table. Oh. Well, you can't see the dining room table right now. So that's got to be done. Done, oh. done, done. Well, um, so what happens at this point? Can they pre-order them? Yes. So if people want the book, and it's gotten wonderful reviews too. Again, 
big gratitude on that. I stole from excellent reviews. Yeah, if you want the book, go to wherever you get books. I'm going to always suggest you get them from a local independent bookstore. Like Malaprops or something. Like Malaprops. So go to your local indie if you have one. Order them wherever you get books. And you just may have to wait for a little while is all. Mm -hmm. couple weeks max couple of weeks but they'll probably, probably let you pre-order something so yeah that's a good idea actually yeah i mean if you if you want it then it'll be a surprise when it comes in well, that I say that. <laughs> and i've been so tickled i'm sorry to use up so much airspace with this i've been so tickled at the friends on facebook who will post a picture of look what came in the mail today I I post a picture of them with their book I just love it it tickles me so much I know I love looking at it it's like getting a little peek in their world yes yes <laughs> somebody posted something recently and it was the book and their their coffee cup and they had this really interesting looking tea mug that looked like a hollowed out tree yeah ceramic it was so pretty and I just thought oh that's your mug look at that that's that's what I meant that's exactly what I meant you got it, I love well, it. was it um was it Sonia that posted the photographs that had had her granddaughter in the calendar yes oh my gosh Sonia I know you're listening I love you girl Sonia yeah posted uh pictures of our calendar and i reckon will we do another one this this year do you think if you want to i'm certainly want to do it no. that would be fun but she was working with her granddaughter on the planting signs and all that stuff it's a very practical calendar i'm looking at mine right now are you i am i can see it from the kitchen <laughs> well i am not but i'm looking at the, the light coming through the front window this is the time of day, you know, and we've had such a perfect, beautiful day. It's like there's no way that you can't feel like spring is almost here. Isn't that right? Oh, my gosh. They used to uh, talk about tonics, and you don't really hear that word much anymore, tonics. But I like the philosophy behind tonics because the thought was, well, as the earth is slowed in your part of the world for winter, your blood kind of, you know, it gets sluggish is the way they would describe it. Mm -hmm. And a tonic would help with the quickening of the blood. And it would be like a blood cleanser. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and a liver tonic. Which a liver tonic. Like a blood cleanser. Yeah. Oh, no, I... I don't know where you're running around, Miss Alicia, but we talk about tonics all the time. In fact, I'm going to teach a class on tonics in the next month or so. That would be a class worth going to. You better let well, me know so I can go. I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, eating chickweed. Like this time of year, the chickweed is just glorious. Mm -hmm. Just get on there, get on it, rinse it off, stuff it in your mouth and eat it up. I forgot it existed. Thank oh, you. I love chickweed. Oh, it tastes like corn silk smells. Mm. And and the nettles are up. I'm going to go yeah. pick nettles probably this weekend and do a big batch of my nettle tea. That's a good time. Tonic. And this is a good time to grab some of the sassafras roots. Mm-hmm because they're all thickened up with their sap or whatever it is that's in them, in them, I don't know. But this is the time if you're going to dig them for the roots. And didn't they say that the roots, if you do the roots in the tea, 
without any bark or anything else, that it's just for the uh, colon. Am I right about that? Now, I don't know. I've never heard that, but that could be true. Yeah, some people have a reaction when they're drinking that. Yeah. And, and it's either because of the bark or because of the, the root. And I don't, I, so y'all, please don't do a thing that I've said. Well, and that's just something that people ought to have some common sense about. Right. If you have never ingested something, like for instance, nettles, don't just because Byron said she's going to make a big old half gallon of nettle tea. Don't drink nettle tea if you've never drunk it before. Right. Try maybe you're going to do a test on the on the thin skin inside your arm to see if you're going to have some sort of reaction. Yeah. You're maybe going to have a couple of sips of something and then wait mm -hmm. to see if you break out in hives or mm -hmm. God knows what. Or sniff it before you put it in water and see. Yes. Because everybody's body is different and something that works for 90% of the people might make 10% of the people sick. So right. you got to have some damn common sense. Right. Well, that's true. Common sense is just the most rare commodity that there is, though. Unless we, you're somebody's mom. I think we just get it knocked out of us. Maybe. I don't know why. It's like something seems kind of shiny and ooh, oh, ooh, oh boy. Well, I don't think I have to have common sense about that, do I? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Just stop. Stop for a count of 10 and think about that before you do it. Follow the shiny. That's Just like crows, you know, we are the crow sisters after all. That's true. Hey, our crows kicked some hawk ass this afternoon. Yes. They sure did a pair of big old hawks. The ones that have that white look under their wings and stuff. Uh -huh. they were skimming around in the trees back here. And one crow let out a specific kind of a call. And within about 30 seconds, there was a bunch of them in the sky. Wow. And I, I didn't tell you the other thing. The other thing, now the other day, I had ventured out, if you can believe that. <laughs> and I was in a parking lot and there was, there were, I guess we counted, we thought that they were crows, but then we realized they couldn't be, but we're still not sure what they were. They were huge and they were semi-circling right above us, but way above, way above. And there were somewhere between 16 and 22 of them. Mm. Oh, where were you? I was west of here. Yeah, you don't need to tell me exactly. I was just kidding. Right, just what, you know, headed toward mom's and had pulled over for gasoline and just looked up and it was like, whoa. And here's this full parking lot because, you know, these gasoline places around here. I pulled up at, uh, one that had a grocery store attached with it. And the whole mm -hmm. parking lot was full of, of cars. And I don't think anybody else in that whole parking lot even looked up. And they missed it because it was amazing. It was almost like they were migrating. Had they been geese, I would have thought gavel. Well, now, were they, um, were they turkey buzzards? We're not sure. Sounds like it. They, well, the neck, you know, usually with turkey buzzards, they have a thick neck 
but the neck is wattle. It's not feathers. Uh huh. And their their wings are slightly different because they bend in the middle, as yeah. opposed to some that are bending more at the tip. Uh-huh. So I don't think that they were, but I'm not swearing. I, I'm not sure what we saw. They looked kind of like birds of prey. Mm-hmm. Whatever they were, they they swooped in from one side, and then they did like a loop de loop around a circle around two or three times. You know, they'd circle around so that there was a big kind of circle. And then they'd move off in the other direction. It was crazy. It was weird. Huh. Well, I mean, they could have been ravens, but I've never seen that big a bunch of ravens. I never have either. Here. I've never seen any ravens here. I don't, I've oh, never. Oh, huh. Yeah, no, I've seen ravens here. There used to be a, not a big, but a, a family of them over at UNCA. Oh, wow. Those crows are so big. And I go, well, they're so big because they're ravens. They croak, don't they, or do they? Yeah, they 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 really sound more like they're talking than crows do. Uh-huh. It does it is kind of croaky, but it sounds like they're talking to you. I really interesting. But now I think we have the name for our weird gospel album. What's that? It should be Crow Sisters Kicking Hawk Ass. Oh. Weird Ooh. gospel music. Come on, I love that. It'd just be the two of us and some crazy person like, I don't know, Selby on the guitar. Yes. Let's That's just wailing away. Let's do it. Let's Come on, y'all. If you want it, you let us know. We'll get on it. We'll do it from the porch <laughs> so you can hear all the crows. <laughs> and they'll come is a thing. And especially if we're we're here between, we're doing it between one o'clock and four o'clock. Chances are they'll they'll already be there. And just in rare form, most of the time. They'll be there kicking ass and taking names. Waiting on the hawks. Come on, hawk. Come on, come on. I dare you. Come on over here. Step over here. This batch of crows, you know, has got this weird relationship with the other birds of prey. Because do you remember what I told you about the eagles? Yeah, yeah. Well, that has been their patch. Those crows have been there as long as I had been going to that house. Uh-huh. So, well, I mean, not when I was a kid, but 25 years. And I think it's probably the same family of crows. And, you know, the elders die off and they have a bunch of youngins. Generations. Yeah, well, and they are very territorial, as you well know. I do. I, I certainly do know that. I think one finally left me a present. Oh, what was it? It was a, a, a cap, a tab from a can. Oh, I know. I felt honored by that. I guess if Weird Mountain was in a better class of neighborhood, they could bring you like some diamond necklaces, and, <laughs> you know, pearl earrings and gold and stuff. But I don't, I don't reckon anybody on Weird Mountain's got that. I, so you're going to get you some beer pools. You just never sure. know. You seriously never know. I told you the story of that person that I know that had several suitcases worth of money under their bed. How crazy. And it was just, you could tell how long, how many years they'd been saving it by the age of the money. They'd been saving it for decades and decades. I mean, how fortunate if you can save that kind of money and you're, you know, don't have to spend any of it. That's good. And you have that kind of discipline. Yeah, well, sometimes it's discipline and sometimes it's it's kind of sad, neurotic thing. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it could be a little bit of both. 
it could be and there is a lot of that kind of thing around oh but, yeah oh my gosh yes we could talk about it but you know we have spent our time talking about hard subjects on this podcast and today i'm really not wanting to do that that's I'm right not- today we are going to talk about sunshine and because I love you, I'm not going to sing that John Denver song, which just came into my head. Oh, mine too. Golly. Can I sing it? Sunshine on my shoulders looks lovely. No, or is it makes me happy? Makes me happy, all yeah. of that. It looks so lovely too, all of that. Sunshine in my eyes, eyes can make me cry. I love that. I loved that man's music. I did too. We had him stay at the hotel one time. Did I tell you that? No. He spent, he went to play at the college that's south of us, the Brevard College there. Yeah. One uh-huh. that we were at. And he stayed over in our, in our little hotel there overnight. Uh-huh. And we put him in the nicest room we had. And then after he left, we put a little thing up there and we named it the John Denver Suite. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah. Well, I know somebody who knew a guitar player that played in his band for many years. Oh, cool. And so, and I got some of those stories. It was very sweet. Some of the stories are not so sweet. That's why I'm real careful to say I really loved his music because I didn't really know him as a person, but his music really touched me. And and I will sing uh, almost having West Virginia. And At the drop of a hat, right? Uh, going all the way through West Virginia because I travel through there a lot when I'm touring. <laughs> sing that and Mr. Peab- Mr. Peabody's Cold Ring. What is that one? Muhlenberg uh, uh, County. I yes. sing that one too. No, was that, that wasn't just him. There was that, no. that woman with the high oh. voice. Mm-hmm. There have been several people through the years that did it. I had to do that song for a while. I think I could still probably pull that one off if I had to. Golly. Hey, you know who, who wrote that? It's actually called Paradise. John yeah. Prine wrote that. John Prine, thank you. Isn't and who was, did, can you get the lady who did it? Was it Carol King, maybe? I don't know. I, look at me. I've gone on to the YouTube now. God knows what will happen. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all may hear something you don't want to hear. <laughs> I don't even look anytime you want to put me onto a website. I'm just, I'm so dubious. Dubious. Uh, I actually wouldn't do that. I don't want to see that crap. Here's another song I love. uh, Angel from Montgomery. Oh, yes. I have a story about that song. Tell me that story. I love that song. Well, there was a fella that we were doing a benefit for. And one of the guests, as a matter of fact, like you could almost say one of the guests of honor was a fella who had written songs with John Prime. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the people that it was a family that was getting the, we were doing the benefit for and the gal in the hospital, she really loved that song angel from Montgomery. Mm. So we were lucky enough to have a very talented woman uh, agree to come up and let that be the final song of the evening so that we could, videotape it and send it to her in the hospital oh and she got up there to do it and the other fellow that we invited who had used to write music with 
uh, Mr. Prime thought that it was his signal to get up there and do it. <gasps> and so she starts singing it and he starts boot scooting, boogieing it up the stage, just kind of, you know, and he kind of sang the whole thing with her. And she, you could tell that she was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those times that it was, I'll probably never forget that. Seeing him kind of boot scoot his way on up to the stage there. He was one of the nicest fellas. And, and I've got many stories that I could tell you that he might might be on the fringes of and he might be in the middle of. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Were you thinking of Jackie DeShannon? No, this gal. That. This gal. And Lynn Anderson covered it too, apparently. This one had a high voice. And so her voice was kind of, mm, I, I hesitate to say. So, you don't think of it and we'll put it on our, uh, we'll put it on the uh, Facebook page. You'll think of it. You go, it, oh, that's right. It was so-and-so. Muhlenberg County song and it's paradise is the name of it. Yep. Well, yeah, I'll just, I'll look around and I'll feel strange that I didn't remember it. There's so much good music out there that I'm amazed I can remember anything because I have a tendency to be like following a carrot when it comes to music. <laughs> when I'm in that mood to discover music or go backwards and rediscover music. Oh, I love doing do that. Either thing now. And I, I'm like you that uh, there one song will remind me of, of another song like September reminded me then of Dancing in the Moonlight which reminded me of Jazz Man, which reminded me, and you know, down the rabbit hole you go. And there's just, it's never ending. I used to say that if there was a heaven, it would be the place where I had all the time in the world to listen to all the songs and music that there was. Mm, that sounds like a good heaven to me. Mm. Plus eat all the food that there was. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, it might have been, that might be a mixed blessing because I really don't know what percentage of music is actually good. I like so much stuff that maybe there's a huge percentage that I've just never heard that I would hate. Let's well, see. Yeah, but if you like it, it's good. Yeah. So maybe heaven is going to be a place where you only get to hear music that you love and then new music you've never heard before that that the that the people in charge of heaven know you're going to love too. Ah, I like that. So you never have to hear, what the hell was that? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a good idea. Oh, wow. That might be good for you. It might be good for you in heaven. You know, you're going through and you're singing Muhlenberg County and then you're moving over somewhere else. And then suddenly there's some song and you go, oh, I've hated that song for 65 <laughs> years. Ah. It might be good for you. Get you all riled up. Well, yeah. How can you know something unless you've seen its opposite? How can you appreciate it? I'm working so hard on the gratitude and the appreciation and the doing things. And I've talked about it before, doing things like instead of going, oh, damn it, do I have to wash the dishes again? How many times did I have I wash the damn dishes? 
instead of that to go, oh, I'm going to wash the dishes now. <gasps> My hands are going to be in that nice warm water. I'm going to get to smell that nice eucalyptus smell of my new dish liquid. Oh. Eucalyptus, nice. Oh, it's good. It goes right up your nose and you think, ah, oh, uh -huh. it's like a bit of spa washing the dishes. <laughs> Mine is lemon basil right now. Oh, I love that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one for me. I do like that one. And I like lemon in general. I, do I don't like flowery dishwashing liquid. Like I don't want... I don't really like lavender. I mean, I love lavender, but I don't like it in my dish liquid. Do you I know like why I like lavender? I like orange too. It's good. I like lavender like? in my lemonade. Oh, yes, ma'am. That's Super my favorite good. way to drink lemonade Super is lavender. Yes, oh, yes. I went to that Western North Carolina herb fair over at the, uh, I get, it's over at the farmer's market every year. Yes, ma'am. This has been a long time ago. And there was a man there who was selling it out of these big old-fashioned jugs. Do you remember the giant <laughs> jugs? And it was old-fashioned. And he was just selling it right out of there. And that was the best stuff ever. I bet. And I've, I've been looking for that recipe ever since then. Lavender lemonade. I wonder if that'll make the cookbook. What do you think? Oh, I'll just pull up that file right now and put it in there. Lavender lemonade. Right. Actually, I'll put it on this little tiny piece of paper I got here instead. Do so you I, have a recipe for it? For lavender? Well, how hard can it be? <laughs> I've seen a lot make of... some lemonade, put some lavender, fresh lavender in it. Done. Uh, there's all kinds of debate about simple syrup and honey and all that shit. And I'm like, what? All, yeah, the, all that stuff. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> They can't, you know, can't leave well enough alone. The big joke when we did the party for my book coming out is one of the prizes, I did a trivia contest. And one of the prizes was my my uh, biscuit recipe. Oh. And, and the biscuit recipe is a joke because nobody that makes biscuits has a recipe. They just pour into flour up to this point in the bowl. Yes. And they dig their hand into the Crisco and they put in about that much. And then yeah. a little bit of salt and then buttermilk, if you want to use buttermilk or whatever. Then you just mash it together with your fingers and then you knead it gently. I fold it a bunch of times like you do puff pastry so it gets really tall. That's exactly um, right. And you bake it for 25 till it's the way you like it. Yep. So there's not really a recipe for it. But well, none, of them, none of them have a recipe, but all of them have got a favorite bowl. Yes. Well, you got the bowl you make biscuits in. That's right. That's right. And I've got the bowl, like I've got pots like that too. I've got the pot that I make the pasta in, and then I've got the pot that I make the pasta sauce in, which is different, different <laughs> pots. <laughs> well, I have to, I have to give you a, a Southern woman thumbs up and you get the award because your cast iron is in perfect shape. Oh, good. I'm glad it is. And it has cast iron here could use a little bit of work, but. Oh, you have done well. You can tell that you know what you're doing with it. <laughs> I was, I was well-trained and often threatened. I know it. I know exactly. I really do. I made the mistake of putting one in a dishwasher, which was a newfangled thing back then. Yeah. And I'll never do that again. I can tell well, you. Well, you know, my friend, Melissa, I can't remember. 
if it went in the dishwasher, if somebody just washed it really good with soap and water oh. and left it in the drainer to dry, I don't remember what it oh. was. She was just weeping, weeping little tears. Oh. I said, it's just an excuse to fry potatoes. Fry up a bunch of potatoes. It'll be fine. <laughs> good advice. Well, why not? And potatoes will take any other smell out of there. Yeah, yeah. Flavor out of it. Fry up some damn taters. That's good advice no matter what is going on. You fry up potatoes. Potatoes. Did you ever have that meal of taters and pinto beans and cornbread? Yes, and usually there was some greens with it, like collards or turnip greens. That is we, really we would, we would, if if there was no green onion greens, they would put onions in with the taters. My onions. Yeah, I'm gonna make a picture of my damn onions. I put those <laughs> onion sets in the ground in the fall. I can go out there right now. I pull onions till the cows come home. Wow, good. That's exactly you. right. February oh, wow. onion time. Onion time. That's awesome. I'm going to plant my peas probably Friday. Are you? Yep. While the moon is still waxing. I was going to say, is the moon waxing until Saturday? Uh, or till like Friday at midnight or something? Something like that. Yeah. Before, I think the moon is full Saturday at like 4.30 in the afternoon. Okay. Or maybe 4.30 in the morning. I can't remember. There you go. Yeah. So you just sent my ADD mind going back to subject that we touched on earlier about tonics and how the blood, they would say that the blood would start pumping a little better in the, when the springtime would come. So did you ever hear of anybody using like meat as a tonic? Oh yes. Well, of course, um, because meat, especially red meat, uh-huh. and fresh red meat has got all that blood in it. So you get some iron you know, if you think about what mountain people's in the rural mountain people's diet was like in the winter, there was a lot of processed meats. Either they were canned or they were heavily salted or smoked. Right. And not a whole lot of nutritional value left. And when you can things, given the canning process, you you work out a lot of the nutrition there too. So when it comes to this time of year, getting out there and eating whatever is green, like right now, there are little creasy greens everywhere and they are loaded with iron and I think potassium mm-hmm. and dandelions are going to be out before you know it. And oh, we're talking already about, you know, some of the other greens that are out. Well, you know what else is getting ready to happen? Blood root. Well, yes, yes. What and then after that, the May apples and the fiddleheads. Yeah. And what else? Mushrooms are coming. Well, the, a lot of mushrooms are already here, but the ones that just make my mouth water gives me something to really, really, really look forward to are those three weeks in the year that are magic. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. If, if we were to have good weather, then there's every chance in the world that we're going to have some good morels. And And you will disappear for three solid weeks. I most certainly will. I'm not even going to apologize. (laughs) It's like a fever that must be answered. (laughs) But the end of it is some good eating. And I will have been outdoors some. And I need to build my strength up. And I can't think of a better yes. way to do that than 
getting out yeah. is my favorite thing. It is getting, it, it gets hard sometimes to, because they're not the easiest things. No. To forage for. To get about to get them too. But this is also a most excellent time to, as the seasons change, to get out there with your uh, cell phone and get some beautiful photography because mm -hmm. the light slants in a certain way. And it's just, it's just a really, for me, if I can start, start my year outdoors, which you've already started your year, your year never really ended. You're outdoors all the time. But well, not as much as I'd like to be, but yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I'm starting to be that person again. Yeah. Well, I cannot wait. And I'll have my, you know, I'll wear my, I'll wear my outdoor tramping around boots. And by tramping around, I do not mean what y'all were thinking. Get your minds out of the gutter, people. That's right, people. <laughs> she, she gave up tramping around. I mean, never mind. That's a story for another day. We can leave we, that one for another day. I swear we should do a... We should whole, do a whole podcast of our misbegotten youth. Remember that time? <laughs> oh my God! Because we didn't really we didn't know each other when we were in our twenties. Oh we have to label that one NSFW. Definitely, yeah. it would have to have one of an age stamp on it. Yes, you have to have an age stamp to listen to this one. Because if you are younger than forty, it's just gonna make you. Yeah. Cringe. You're gonna think, oh my God, I know her. But you know, my my folks are so used to me being just the way I am, it wouldn't surprise them a bit. They go, You did what now? Yeah. Said, oh yeah, no, we used to get drunk and then we'd oh oh okay. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what would happen? Because I'm sure you've seen it happen before. As soon as you told a story, you'd find out that the person you were telling it to had another story just like that one. That is the best thing, isn't it? It's like it is. being a story starter. And I'll do one, and you'll do one, and that and over there will do one, and this and over here will do It's just great. Right. But what I've discovered is that nobody is without a past. If you get to a certain age, you have had a few experiences, most likely. Oh, the nicest accountants. I've told you that story one time of that really cool girl that I went to school with, and at some point, uh, I ran into her again. Oh, that's right. I ran into her again at a luncheon for the dean of the college, okay, that I happened to be at. And it may not, and she she had been there. Evidently, she was there in a different capacity. And I, I just didn't realize it was her because she had been married in a different name and all that. So I ran into her and she was petrified. She was standing beside the dean when, when I ran into her, and she was just petrified that I was going to start telling stories on her. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was funny as all get out because that's what I mean. Though everybody's got a pass, and you would have never thought that this this cultured, beautiful gal had been in this position that I could have told a story on her. I could have told a bunch of stories on her. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And that's the thing. Everybody's got stories. Around here, it was uh, the T.C. The Robertson crowd of 1982. I can't speak for any of the other ones, but they were all about these uh, campfires. 
That was a thing. Oh, yeah. That was a thing because everywhere, there was really not, after you've done the movie thing and the restaurant thing, what else was there to do? And so you go out in the woods and they have a great big giant campfire. And I would see, well, I would know, you know, on the weekends, there'd probably be 10 or 20 of them. And I'm not even exaggerating that are out there. And if you wanted to, you could just, you know, go to campfires. And that's how they would entertain themselves. They'd drink beer and do all the things they want yeah. to do. I say they like I wasn't there. Uh, yes, I, I heard that. I heard you removing yourself just a tiny bit, like one degree of separation. Yes, they did that. I was like, oh, do you know what used to happen down on Patton Avenue is they would drag race there right in West Asheville, right there at the Sky City. Right. They would do that. They. So I'm here to tell. Right. People, Purely for entertainment purposes. Yes. No, okay. don't please. Not, and not me, of course. I never would have done anything like that. Oh, <laughs> well, I've told that story, though, a thousand times about about having this kind of flashback to the 70s. I was driving. I'd come back from Dallas from graduate school. Yeah. And I was driving my grandmother's great big old Cadillac. And some little old boy pulled up beside me at the red light and did his vroom, vroom, vroom. And I reverted back 15 years. And I thought, buddy, the engine of this car is bigger than that damn rice burner you're driving. <laughs> but he was just like, oh, come on, old lady. Come on, come on. And I tell you, I flat out floored that thing. When the light turned green, it leapt up. I've never had anything because, I mean, you know how big the damn engines are on this thing. I just <laughs> left him in the dust. That's the way to do it. It's like, buddy, don't be messing with some old woman because she will skin your ass alive. That's right. You won't even know what happened. It'll be like, Grandma, what the? Boom. Because <laughs> Grandma doesn't care, you know. <laughs> That's right. And Grandma, like they say in Fried Green Tomatoes, has really good insurance. So, <laughs> oh, I uh, have never seen that movie. Oh, well, you should read the book because the book's better than the movie, of course. That's an idea. I might have to do that. That's an idea. Thank you. Thank you. Have you ever been in a book club? Uh, not, a, not a real book club where you read books. I've been in a book club where you got together and drank wine and talked about how you didn't have time to read the book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that the yuppie version of a book club well I think it's when people really want to get together but they just don't have you know don't have time to read and study and 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 look smarter you know <laughs> all that stuff I've rediscovered reading and have so appreciated having the time to rediscover reading. I'm so sorry that I ever deviated from, you know, I just kind of, because my hands are not in great shape and, you know, my eyes are getting, getting to be not in as great shape. I don't know why I really walked from reading because that's always been a staple of my life, but I'm so glad to get back to just sitting down with a book again. It's been wonderful. You know what else I have done? And you're going to laugh about this. Okay. I have a 
it's not really a day timer, but it's a calendar. It's a book, a calendar. With yeah. I'm writing stuff in it. Now I have the I have every ability to speak to one of my devices. And I do sometimes. I tell them remind me of this doctor's appointment or something. But going back to writing has felt good, even if it's sloppy writing, which it is, it's really sloppy. But going back to reading and writing, it feels, I don't know why. I have no idea why. Do you have any idea? I I just love it. I love the manual part of it. And I have to laugh about going back to a a paper calendar because I've had way too many instances where somebody has said, okay, well, let's set that meeting for wherever, whenever. And I flip open my calendar and there I am with my pen on the date and they are still kind of fidgeting with their phone, trying to find their damn Google calendar. And and they go, well, don't you have that on your device? And I go, well, no, I've got it here. And it's already written down. I've closed the book. So (laughs) there you go. And then I've got this, I'm in this on this one board and I might've mentioned this last week where he is determined, president is determined, put that on your Google calendar. And I don't don't have a Google calendar. Well, just have one. It's like, no, I'm not going to have a damn Google calendar because you want me to have one. I got a calendar. I wrote it down in my calendar. If it changes and you send me an email, I will no doubt change it. That's but I put, why would you make me have a Google calendar when I don't want to have one? Shut up. If you've got a system that's working for you. That's what I think. And you know, when I had, when we were doing, when I was doing a lot of computer training and stuff and computer classes, I would tell my, my students against the recommendations of other people, I myself recommend that you go ahead and have a, a paper trail of your passwords somewhere safe. I mean, I'm not telling you go leave it in your car or anything, but if your computer dies or craps out or something, uh, it would be nice to know how to log on to all your stuff, wouldn't it? And so I, I actually do recommend that. <laughs> And do they look at you like you're crazy? Like, oh, don't you understand technology? Well, I just have to put it right here. And then I was like, no, I have it written down. On, I'm like you. I have them all written down on a piece of paper. No, they they actually all looked at me with relief. Because <laughs> most everybody that I was teaching, they were fairly new to technology. And so I was trying to teach them some basic things to stay safe. And that's one. You know, these computer guys... They are not cheap. If you have to have someone come get your computer and fix it, or if you have to pick your computer up and take it somewhere, that's that can be a pain in the butt too. And it'd be a lot easier if you could just have your usernames and passwords there and then just set them back up on a brand new computer, wouldn't it, if you had to? Or on your old computer where that's been at its four excuse me, that has had its hard drive formatted. You see if you have a problem. So, but who am I? Who am I to know these things? Who are you to know? You're some old woman. What do you know about technology? I'm just a, I'm just a little, little lady. Little lady? Well, she did okay. I was surprised she knew anything about that because she's a girl. Really? Thanks. You said one that made me cringe the other day. I was listening to it and we were talking about some, you know, that situation that we were just talking about. And you said, you're, you're so cute when you're mad. And I thought, oh, oh, oh. 
they are there are men in the world and they will not be listening to this podcast there are men in the world (laughs) that have lived to regret that i can't imagine and and here's the thing i'm not cute when i'm angry because my face turns bright red and i get tears in my eyes and my mouth scrunches up and then it is just like this hellish fury that is set upon you. It is not pretty. It's not a pretty thing. And then Don't the provoke me. It is not attractive. The lightning comes shooting out of your fingertips and sparks what? come out from out of your ears and, <laughs> and your head starts spinning around. And that right about that time, <laughs> whoever said it to you is going, oh, I'm so sorry. I said that. Going, sweet Jesus. Is yeah. anybody chocolate and liquor? They're making their decision, fight or flight. Exactly. Free <laughs> should not be an option. Free is not good. Not good. But honestly, I, I don't know why we're talking about my temper, but uh, my temper used to be, you know, my family is renowned for the, the violence of our tempers and how quick-tempered we are. But as I've gotten older, the scarier thing than me just unleashing on you is if I just nod and I get cold. Cause then yeah. you know, in the back of my mind, I am working up a hex that's gonna knock you into next week and you're not even gonna see it coming. You're plotting. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm just working it all out in my head while I'm watching you. Like, uh-huh, you just keep on, keep on, keep I, on. Okay, we're done. You know what I'll end up doing when somebody really makes me mad? I mean, every now and then I'll just, I'll react like I did with those guys outside the restaurant. But when I get super mad, I get really, really cold and quiet. And it's because I'm trying to figure out what's going to happen next. <laughs> and and I get very logical in my brain. And it's almost like, do you remember that part in, was it The Matrix? Where... Keanu Reeves was seeing this whatever Zen master or whatever, and it was a little kid and they were making, they were making the spoon move and they were making time stop a little bit. It was in one of those matrix movies. It was, it's almost like that happens. Cause it's, yes. cause I feel my, I feel things start clicking into place. And if, if, if I raise my eyebrows, then that's that's as far as I can tell. That's, that's your tell, is it? No. My tell is when I dip my chin and then I look at you over the top of my glasses, just like granny on the Beverly Hillbillies. When I <laughs> when I dip my chin, that's when you know that I have grounded my body completely. And yep. I'm standing there like an oak tree. Yep. And the next piece of that is I pull the energy right out of the planet into my body. And you know the next place it's going to go. No, I do actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my tell for all of y'all. If you ever are in a place where you, you're wondering, is Byron really mad? When I dip my chin, that's when you'll know. <laughs> and you get quiet, right? And I get real quiet. Yeah. That's funny. It's funny to think about because what I was getting ready to say, um, it's really not funny, but what I was getting ready to say is you can be funny when you're mad. It's like the other day when we were talking and you were just, you were so mad you couldn't speak, but you were still making noises. 
That's when my I'm back in my snake brain in the back of the hair, which is like I'm pre pre-verbal. Pre-verbal. Oh, maybe post-verbal. I don't know. <laughs> For me, it's my three stooges brain. Why suddenly? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm just in a good mood. Forgive me. No, me too. And it's it's such a rare thing these days. I'm gonna hang on to it as long as I can. Oh yeah. I'm on I went outside and I sat out in the sun for a little while and I thought, boy, I have missed this. Oh, I have missed this. You know, this mm. this uh, how this weather feels. And I, I know that it I know we're not done. Because no, these no. are the mountains, and this is just the way it is. We're going to go up and down for a while. Yep. But it still feels good. It gives you a kind of hope. I'm going to say that. Mm -hmm. Gives you a little bit of hope. Yeah. That things will change. And right now, the sun is coming in through the branches of the naked oak tree out there. Mm -hmm. And it's just that beautiful light, almost a pinky gold color. Yeah, that is that's the color of spring of sunshine in the spring. Mm -hmm. It's just beautiful. That's what I was saying. This is a good time to take pictures. If when you get a good day like this, get out there. If you don't have something, you're going to go forage. Go take some pictures. You can do that in the city mm -hmm. and still get outside and get the sun on your face. Oh, mm -hmm. and it's so important. I, I think I don't know what the percentage is, but so many Americans have vitamin d deficiency because we don't get it in our food right. and we don't get outside we don't get in the sun mm -hmm. and some of us uh, will have chronic conditions that just drain yeah. the vitamin d and i think it's a fairly big percentage of women in the u.s and that's sad that says something so we should all have that checked yes one way or another i don't know if there's a, a home way to check it or not like a home kit but I do recommend that everybody get it checked, especially if you have any condition that's been chronic for you, whether it's like colds or anything that's mm -hmm. chronic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I'm one of them. I reckon, um, I reckon my doctor must check that when he does my blood work once a year. It's time for me to have that done too. Once I get my COVID shot oh, and, nice. and my red, white, and blue card, I'm going to be on it. You will be sassy. I'll be sassy. So many things are going to get mashed and Xeroxed and God knows what. <laughs> get my teeth cleaned. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be a miracle. <laughs> but until then, I'm just going to be sitting here wondering, what? why can't I hear out of my left ear? <laughs> oh, well, I told you that story. that Because yeah. my hearing is so good. And I started not being able to hear so well in my left ear. And I thought, oh no, oh no, because I'm so paranoid. 
there was a doctor show on years ago called Marcus Welby, MD. I remember and I swear that. it was like the disease of the week. And I'd be like, oh, I think I've got it. What is that? <laughs> it's a thing you can only get from the bite of a camel spider in the desert. No, but I think I must have it. I believe I must. Feels like that anyway. No. <laughs> yes. So, so I'm thinking, oh, no, what's going on? Oh, finally. Oh, how awful. Well, then a big old wad of wax worked its way out of my ear. And I was like, oh, huh. Well, there you go. I can hear fine now. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Golly. I don't know. Living living in this body is not always easy, but it's always an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said to my friend last week who has also had COVID and is recovering, getting old is not for wimps. <laughs> it's not it's not a friend of mine is having her knee is having knee replacement surgery again oh again. Wow. Ew. and I you know I'm gonna knock on wood right now because yeah. you know so far so good I've had a lot of traumas around my knees but so far so good they don't oh. hurt or make funny noises or anything yeah no 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 that will not do and because we've still got you know road trip we might be supporting our concert tour you just never know crow girls crow girls kicking some hawk butt i actually love that name crow girls crow girls i really do that's who we are now we got yeah okay I'm good with that. We got plenty of product stuff to talk about and ideas and stuff but i guess for now i'm going to get going yeah, me too. I need to make some supper. Yeah, let's go enjoy the rest of this day while we can. And let's do it. Yeah, tomorrow's gonna be pretty too, but maybe rainy. Yeah, know. yeah. One thing: Did you ever hear if there were any folk folk sayings about snow and excuse me, ice? No, I did not. And I even did some research on that and did not find it. Okay, I didn't uh, see anything either, and I was kind of curious about it. I so. looked up. Uh, uh, what do they call them? Uh, you know, the rainbows around the sun. What do they call something? Dogs, snow dogs. Sun dogs. Yeah, sun dogs. Because I thought they they might have something to do with it. Because isn't that around That's about a good thought. about ice crystals in the clouds? Was yes. what makes those sun dogs. Yes. But I couldn't I couldn't find any folklore about it. But I'm sure there is somewhere. Maybe not here. It might not be Appalachian folklore. But I'm sure there's folklore around. It has to be. I'm gonna keep keep looking too. I'll keep, keep on, on keeping on. Yeah, I've got a list of things that I look for every now and then and and I'll see, but like just like you in my preliminary search, I didn't see anything. So yeah. maybe there's not. Y'all, if you know of any folk sayings that have to do with ice phenomena, please but, let us know if you don't mind. And also if there is a coffee house in your neighborhood, that would love to host the tour of the crow crow gals crow girls crow gals crow yeah. sisters the crow sisters yeah. uh then you know let let us know and you can be our booking agent ilsa <laughs> that might work but be we'll careful because it'll happen is a thing i know it i tell you i just mentioned ilsa's name she's already making a list <laughs> we love you, Ilsa. We do. And see, we haven't even published this yet. So she's she is down in her area right now. And she just went, huh? What? Did somebody said, say my name? My ears are burning. Yep. I know it's them. I know it's them weird mountain gals. Yep. What? What are they now called? Crow sisters? 
oh no, what is going on? She's on it already. She already. is. She's got the time travel, I think. Uh, she does. She's a she's a time lord. Yep. Dr. Ilsa, we call her. Ilsa. All Ilsa right. <laughs> and y'all, thank you for all your listening. And thanks for the hive mind when we ask you the questions. Much appreciated. Yeah, and we got some stuff coming up that we're going to be talking about on the Facebook page about circles on the ground and helping each other out. So mm -hmm. be, be looking out for that. And we will see y'all with any luck. We'll see y'all next week. Thank you so much. Alicia, take care of yourself. Get some yeah. sleep. You too, Byron. Bye. Right, love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals. W-Y-R-D Radio.